Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming. I am your Game Master, Ryan. We are going to be playing some 5th edition D&D &D, uh, with several of my friends. Uh, we have William and Jonathan Hello. and Jenna. And joining us this week for the first time, uh, this should be Session 2, Episode 1. So the third time you guys are hearing us. Uh, and that will be Daniel. Yay. Hello. Yes. So now we have a full party of four for the terrorizing of stuff and things. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> mostly goblins. Because, yeah, you know, goblins. Um, so when we last left our heroes, um, they had dispensed with quite a lot of goblins, uh, ironically. And uh, so, yeah. Let's go over everyone's characters first, uh, just to remind our audience at home. Uh, Jonathan, you are playing who, sir? Uh, I am playing uh, Biggs. Biggs Magic Beard, that is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Got there. All right. <laughs> uh, and what of is all your the profession? Not to remember. Yeah. I right. Know, right? <laughs> what is your profession, sir? I am a dwarf cleric. Very good. Uh, and Miss Jenna, who be you? I be Petricor, a tabaxi rogue, level two. Very good. Yes, they did level after the uh, second second episode. They are all now level two. William, who are you, sir? I'm Grio Lightning Leaf, a human fighter. We will not actually introduce Daniel's character yet. He will be introduced in the story. And, uh, yeah. It's going to be exciting. So, when we last left you guys, you guys had just uh, dispatched with uh, the first group of the uh, lizard-scale goblins, uh, led by the hobgoblin Aku, uh, and had also met the monk goblin uh, serving him, named Jek, uh, who you defeated with kind words and asking him to not hit you anymore. Um, cause he actually seems like not your usual kind of goblin. Um, you actually defeated a lot of the goblins with words, uh, as William speaks goblin. Um, so that was a helpful tool actually. And, uh, yeah. So you have, I believe Jenna looted the body of Aku, uh, and you found a note on his body, which I will now click a button, and hopefully it'll show up on your screen. Do you guys see anything now? Nope. Okay. It says show to players. I don't know why I didn't put it on there. Okay. Well, what we're going to do instead <laughs> is I'm going to... Okay. I will instead type the text in the chat. So we are using uh, Roll20 for our play and uh, Google Hangouts for our audio. And uh, Jenna, if you will, I believe you're the one with the note. Yeah. Uh, if you will, read it, please, ma'am. Do your job correctly this time, minion. I shall not be forgiving as before. And I believe it has a signature at the bottom. Yes, T. Just says T. So you have a note from Mr. T, presumably. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's, 
he's a night elf mohawk if you've seen that commercial from like a decade ago uh, <laughs> I, I was hoping daniel at least would appreciate that one um mr t briefly did a world of warcraft commercial um <laughs> which if you have not seen is fantastic um he can sell anything uh so there is that uh so you have that note you have a bunch of defeated goblins and how would you like to proceed all right well i want to take this stuff back to the duchess uh she's the one who asked us to uh take care of the problem she has promised us uh, a nice amount of gold and i am about to call that in okay uh, yes, that is Duchess Kaya in the uh, city of Oriel, which is a city you guys have been helping to defend from the goblin attacks. So if you guys would like to return to town, um, having vanquished the goblins, that is totally something you can do. Sounds good to me. All right. So you guys return to town and are ushered into the palace is the wrong word, large house i guess of duchess kaya um and uh she will see you guys immediately you notice that uh she is in she seems um to be in a better mood than last time uh and you get the impression from what you've seen coming back into town that the goblin attacks have stopped uh since you last left um and so you guys walk in to her lovely chambers and she looks up oh my brave adventurers welcome 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 how did it go did you defeat many many goblins we defeated a great many goblins including the captains of the uh green lizard scale goblins oh and, excellent uh, we have recovered a letter that may be of interest oh absolutely let me let me see that please i canter over the letter and uh while scanning the room for something i might lift on the way back make a perception check <laughs> Okay, um, so in this room, uh, what you do see with your, your perception check of a 13 is that this room has guards in it, and that might not be the best idea, uh, at least in this room. So uh, she takes the note, she reads the note, and she kind of looks at you quizzically, I guess, Quiz quizzically. I think that's how you say that. We'll go with it. Um, any idea who Key is? I cannot say. Um, she seems to mull it over, and her her chief captain at her side uh, kind of whispers in her ear, and she gets a frustrated look on her face. Um, and she just kind of looks at him, and she's like, yes, that is concerning. Um, well, 
dear uh, adventurers, I thank you for your service. Um, the guard steps forward and hands you each 50 gold. Uh, and an extra 25 gold for uh, your work in defeating the leader as well. So uh, if we'll, each of the each of you will add 75 gold to your uh, treasure section on your character sheet. Yeah. Uh, that would be lovely. You now have much gold. Um, and uh, yes, very good. She uh, she looks at you and she says, I have um, three people who would like to meet with you, uh, each with their own request that you take action on their behalf. But before that, um, as we see an increasing issue with the goblins in the area, um, I have called forth my court magi and asked him to assist you uh, and sort of out from the side steps a uh, an, a very tall uh, elf uh, who appears to be some sort of I believe she used the word magi uh, so that would be Daniel uh, you are here now sir um, and she just kind of looks she's like uh, Liesel if you will uh, join these fine adventurers in assisting the area with the defeat of the many many goblins as you will, my lady. Uh, very good. So first, uh, I, I have, as you are aware, I hope, there are other tribes of goblins in the area for which other towns uh, and cities in the area have had many issues. Um, and people from a variety of areas around here also require your assistance, as I have. Um, and she sort of motions off to the uh, the door you guys came from and a gentleman in cleric's robes steps in um, and he steps forward uh, uh, greetings adventurers uh, I am uh, Father Stevenson uh, I represent uh, a local church and several of our missionaries went forth to assist in the cleanup on a local farm after a goblin attack. We have not seen them in three days. They were only an hour or two outside of town, and we do not know where they have gone. We are hoping you could assist us in, in looking for them. We're afraid they may have wandered into uh, soot-scale territory, um, and that can be a very dangerous area. Uh, and he kind of gives you a general direction that they went outside the town, um, and who he gives you the name of whose farm they were going to uh, assist, and it is. I was real tempted to say Old McDonald. Um, I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, it's Farmer uh, Farmer Wren's uh, land. If you will go see him, and uh, hopefully he can point you in the right direction of of uh, you finding and, and returning our people to us. That we would be greatly greatly appreciative and would absolutely be willing to reward you for doing so. Um, and then another gentleman, actually with, sort of out without being called in, uh, steps and he says, uh, but before you do that, uh, we of the city of Anawa have a much greater request uh, of your services, uh, dear travelers. 
uh, our supplies have been stolen by the fin scale goblins, and uh, we greatly need our our supplies of trees and shrubbery and coffee and plate mail and shrubbery returned to us. Uh, it is of the utmost importance for our economy uh, that you you find these supplies and return them back to us uh, at once. I will reward you handsomely for doing so. And the the priest kind of looks not super happy um, because, you know, he clearly thinks his request is more important as lives are on the line. Um, and that the fact that they can't find their shrubbery is not that big a deal. Um, but I'll, I'll let you guys choose which direction you go with it. Um, so they, uh, they have both presented you with opportunities if you would like to address uh, either or both of them. Before we do that, can we do an insight check? There was a royal seal on that letter. Oh, yeah, sure. And I'd like to know if the Duchess knows more than she's saying. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, roll that sweet, sweet insight. Uh, anyone who would like to, if you have... Uh, I just did. Dear sweet oh. mercy, William. All right, well, uh, <laughs> William just rolled a natural 20 uh, for a 24 I now know insight. Her name. Yes, uh... You you know anything you want to know uh, about that. Um, uh, you suspect she did not immediately uh, recognize it, but that her guard did. Uh, and that you're pretty sure they both know exactly who wrote the letter um, and are just not willing to say because possibly they don't trust you enough. Uh, but you're more than welcome to, to press them for information should you like to. Okay. Bria, with your fantastic insight, might you perhaps ponder our visitors and see um, if perhaps there is any deception in their requests? Ooh, okay. Uh, if you will make a, a separate insight check, William, uh, but you can absolutely also give them the once over. <laughs> okay, that's... That's that's less good. Um, you're real pretty sure like that the, the priest is genuinely worried about his people and that the man is genuinely worried about his supplies. Um, that he's just, you know, he really, really does want to get his supplies back. And uh, both of them do see a real need in what needs to be done. And you're, you're fairly certain that it's probably more than just shrubbery that's been stolen. Um, that it could be supplies that are actually really needed for the town. Um, and in the long run, it could be an issue if they don't have them, but you, you believe they're both being honest with you at the very least. I, somebody I, just, is. Rolled, I just rolled a insight check. Uh, Boom. 21. Nine. That's a 21 uh, from yeah. Mr. Mr. Magic beard. Um, yes, it is magic. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, when you remember it, and it's also finely oiled. Yes, it's also a beard, <laughs> and it is made of magic. Um, you think there's probably a little more going on with the supply guy that maybe he's not being a hundred percent straight with you guys. Um, not that stuff wasn't stolen, but what stuff and in what manner may be slightly different than he has presented it. Not just about a shrubbery, huh? Not not just a shrubbery. Um, he may be underselling how bad it is, 
you you think that's easily possible that he's underselling how bad it is. Uh, so who would you would like that be to? For a reason? Sorry, what did you say, William? William. Sorry, oh, what would you say? Cut out. Yeah, you're good. Is that for a reason? Why would you undersell your uh, uh, necessity? You you think he may not want it to sound as bad as it is, so that people don't freak out. You don't want to cause a panic if possible. Oh. Um, if it's if it is something more substantial that has been taken. Okay. I mean, my question is, who's paying more? Well, I was going to say, um, my my dear Biggs, that you were very interested in plate armor earlier, and it was it was quite costly, and I'm not willing to part with my gold for that. Um, but perhaps this this fine fellow might be able to give you some plate armor for a system. Do you actually say that out loud, like in conversation to them? Yes, I said. Well, to the Biggs. Oh, uh, okay, okay, there. okay. Um, we are conferring. You're pretty sure the cleric could not help okay. you get plate armor, um, but overall accomplishing a variety of things like this could probably get you closer to that goal. Yes. No, no one opportunity at this point is going to get you all the way there. Uh, and okay. and so, in, in um, answer to your question, you think it's likely that the uh, the man with the supplies probably has more money he can pay you. Okay. So uh, either way, I'm going to um, speak to the uh, the merchant and say, with with all due respect, uh, I, we will investigate the clergyman first. I believe there are lives on the line, and uh, goods could eventually be replaced, but. Not lives. You're really pretty sure he wants to argue with you, but you've made it very blunt, and you don't think he's going to. Um, uh, uh, of, of course, yes, uh, lives are at stake. So, as soon as as soon as possible, that you could assist us, it would be uh, lovely. Um, and he gives you a absolutely a, a location. Um, he actually gives you guys a map of the area. Um, and he has marked a location of where the supplies were taken and the general area that he believes the uh, Finscale goblins live. Um, and when the cleric, the clergyman sees the map, he actually comes over and marks on it uh, the location of the farm for you as well. So whoever wants to keep track of the map... Um, you now I'll know. Hang on to that. You now know those three locations. Um, William, do you want to question? Quite, quite hmm, that's not a word. Uh, do you want to question the Duchess further? Since, um, you, since you seem suspicious of of her knowledge of the situation. Not right now. We're uh, headed in a different direction. Okay, absolutely. Um, so, are the four of you? ready to travel to one of these places. Yep. I'm ready to roll. Alright. Um, I would suggest you since you guys have had combat today and have taken many many actions, I would suggest you rest um, just for the night and then leave the next day. 
that way you can get a fresh start um, as it is getting on towards evening. Uh, I would like to, uh, on my way out, make a, a look-see around. Okay. Um, in, in a room with, with less armed people? Um, yes, in, in the next anteroom. Okay. Uh, if you will, if everyone will make a perception check for me. And Jenna, also make a stealth check. Alright. Jonathan and Daniel, if you will, perception checks, please. Perception. That was that was not your sneakiest, no. But that is uh, it's pretty it's pretty decent actually. Oh mercy! All right, well. I am all the. That that happened, sir. As did that. Um. William, you are totally uh, uh sucked sucked into that map, and uh, you don't notice anything. Uh, Jenna, you do see uh, a. Another small box. Not exactly in the same place as the last box you took from this same house in this same room. Like yesterday. Uh, or earlier today, actually, probably. Um, uh, but you do see another small decorative box. Um, and the guards do not notice you. But you're not sure if anyone else did. Um, Biggs... And, Liesl, you both see Petrichor kind of shift off to the side towards shiny things and then kind of shift back, and there are less shiny things where there used to be. (laughs) Uh, Biggs, I'm assuming you don't care that much, uh, but if you would like to care that much, you're absolutely allowed to. Uh, Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Daniel, will you do anything with your newfound knowledge of sneaky things? Um, yes, I would like to uh, roll my eyes. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Uh, roll, roll your eyes, please, sir. Uh, fantastic. Okay. Um, which, which which dice is the eye? The uh, <laughs> wait, let me look and see which one looks most like a e twelve, maybe. I was gonna say ten, but yeah, I think you're right, twelve. Uh, so if you will roll two okay. d twelve and uh, Ooh. that's not great. It's too. <laughs> it's not a big eye roll, but I didn't it's a know. Double roll. I didn't know elves could independently roll their eyes like that. That's impressive. Um, <laughs> that was like it's a racial bonus. That was like the elf version of side eye. That was real good. All right. That was uh. I would like to roll my eyes. Very nice. That's uh, <laughs> that's not one I've actually heard in a D&D game before. That's uh, that's good stuff. I like that. I'm making note of that for later. Um, all right. So as you guys leave, uh, Daniel rolls his eyes, but he rolls them poorly, and uh, Jenna steals yet another box. Um, all right. So you guys all go back to the inn where you were staying. Uh, Liesl, you go back to your quarters, and you guys all rest for the evening. Wake up, have breakfast, and reconvene uh, 
in the uh, front uh, front entrance of the Duchess's front garden. Front garden outside the Duchess's house. It's a very lovely garden um, where there's nothing shiny for Jenna to steal. Uh, <laughs> tying everything down from now on. Uh, <laughs> yes, she can steal flowers. That's fine. Um, I won't even... I won't even make a roll for that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, how would you like to proceed on your journey? Um, how far on the map does it look like we're going to be going? Uh, so you're, you're going to the farm first to investigate the kidnapped missionaries? Mm -hmm. Is this a day's travel or longer? I, I oh. think you said about an hour, right? Yeah, it's only about uh, an hour and a half, two hours journey outside of town. I am all fresh and covered up and ready to go. All right. Uh, so it is, the farm is outside the town of, let me find my, that one. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it is, let me type it in the chat. It is outside the town of Jawanu. Um, and you want to go? <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> soon as I said it. All right. Uh, it, is outside the, <laughs> it is outside the town and it is the farm of Farmer Wren. Um, so I'm assuming first you guys just... Sorry, say that I again. Should... I asked if his first name was Kylo, because if so, we might not want to go there. No, we're not. That's copyright <laughs> issues and we're not getting into that. Um, it is ambiguously just Ren. <laughs> he is neither dark-haired nor moody-looking. Um, and he does have a shirt on. Spoilers for The Last Jedi, sorry. Um, <laughs> that may or may not be my favorite scene. It's when she's just like, can you just, just really love that part? That was really funny. Um, if you've not seen that movie, it is quite amusing. Uh, Admiral Hugs. Right. All right. <laughs> Previous joke. All right. Refocused. I'm good. Uh, so you come upon the farm of kindly farmer Wren. Um, and the farm's not in great shape. Um, a lot of the crops are like pulled out of the ground. You're pretty certain there's been a fire at some point recently. And uh, it's not great. Uh, and you do see... There are, uh, off to the side, there is actually a group of tents set up, and it looks like someone had been staying there, but there is no one there currently, um, and you do not see the farmer. But you are, uh, on the outskirts okay. of the farm, you do see the farm, you do see his, his homestead, um, if you want to check there. Yeah, let's uh, let's do a perception check. I think. Ooh, okay, absolutely. Figure out what's going on. I'll do that as well. Oh wow! All right, all all of the big twenties. All of Jenna and Jonathan both with the natural twenty, uh, and actually Daniel with a very respectable uh, twelve for fifteen. Good stuff, guys. 
uh, you see, uh, you do hear some sounds coming from inside uh, the farmstead, and uh, you do think that the fire, the areas that look burned, look like it's been several days, or maybe a week. Um, so it's not definitely not recent. You do notice, uh, John and Jen, Jonna and Jonathan. Yes. Not the first time. Fair enough. That makes me feel some better. Um, Jen and Jonathan, there is a campfire near the tents, uh, and it has been burning more recently than the crops have, but still several days ago. Hmm. Um, And as you guys approach, um, you do believe Farmer Wren is inside his farmstead. All right. Well, I say we go uh, knock on the door and see what we can find out. Yes. Uh, as you guys approach, uh, you guys uh, knock on the door, and the door opens. Well, howdy. Uh, what can I do for you fine folks today? Well, it's more a question of what we can do for you. Uh, we were sent by the local clergyman to... Uh, uh, come investigate your farmstead to see if we can help with these uh, apparent goblin raids and maybe find the missing workers. Oh, you're here about the missing missionaries. All right. Uh, yeah, they was, it was real nice folks. They was trying to help me help me clean up the farm. Uh, they was taken, I'm going to say three days ago, uh, by them little red goblins. Real ornery folks. Uh, they burned a lot of my crops up and caused some general chaos and such that wasn't great those missionaries are real nice folks they're just trying to help but uh i'm just a i'm just a farmer i can't really do nothing to help defend them so they was taken okay. i can tell you which way if that helps any that would be tremendous help uh so he points um sort of to the northeast um uh and you see sort of a path that heads off through the woods and in the direction of a mountain. Um, mountain. Uh, not the same mountain as the green goblins from last uh, last time, but sort of a more v- volcano-y mountain? Not like actively spewing lava, but more, more big mountain than hills. Um... If you if you could get them back, that'd be real nice. Them was real good folks, and uh, I hope they okay. We'll we'll get the farm situated later. That's that's not important. You got lives on the line right now. And uh, if you could wreak vengeance on them or goblins, I'd greatly appreciate it. Vengeance is our specialty. That's real good. Okay. Uh- all right, we will see what we can do. Thank you so much. All right, and you guys uh, make your way through the woods. Now we are going to roll for a random encounter. So if one of you will roll a 1d20 for me, and we will see if anything sees you. All right. Uh, you guys make your way through the woods. Um, you do occasionally hear the the sounds of the animals and creatures around you uh, and you come to a clearing and through that clearing things get dark 
almost. Um, dusty, maybe. They get weird. Um, you go from forest to... I got a bad feeling about this. That's good. Um, to sort of barren <laughs> landscape. And on the other side of that barren landscape is a mountain. And in front of that mountain, there is a cave entrance. Uh, and huh. outside... You, uh, you, you suspect this is an area that would uh, be likely suitable for the gentleman you are looking for currently. Hmm. Oh, well, work. onward ho. So you guys, did it move you guys to the new map? I see what looks like a railroad tap. That's all right. Perfect. Yep. Um, oh boy. So as you guys enter the cave, uh, presuming you guys enter the cave. I, I wouldn't mind making a perception check before walking into the dark cave. I do have some dark vision. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, that is excellent. I've got some dark vision too. All right. All right. Before oh. before we head into the cave, um, I can ask: Does anyone need uh, a source of light? I can provide that. Um, I think John and Jonathan and Jenna both have dark vision. I think you have dark vision, Daniel. I do. Uh, I think William is the only one without dark vision. <laughs> yep. Uh, as the human present, he does not have dark vision. <laughs> I just have to hold my shoulder. Excellent. Uh, if you have uh, maybe uh, a small piece of equipment or uh, maybe a necklace or something you're wearing, I can light I can beard. cause that to glow so you can see. Light, light the beard. Uh-oh. Light the beard. <laughs> it's magic. Light oh, the beard. Yeah. Light, light the magic <sighs> beard. <laughs> As you wish. All right. Uh, let me, I think I like let me make sure that's uh, the correct one. Uh, and I think that's just one no, of your. You like yeah, it's it's a cantrip. Yeah. Just want to make sure. All right. Well, um, it's my understanding glittery beards are in right now, so I just grab his beard and cause it to glow. So, uh, um, yes, his his beard let, lights let's up go nicely. With the, uh, let's go with a bright teal. Ooh, <laughs> I, I lovely kind of light it is. That is matches my eyes. That is super in right now. Um, you look super on f- fleek. Is that how the kids say it? I think that's what the kids say. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure that's. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Uh, we're old Here's people. On fleek. Yes, that's okay though. I find. I thought that you were a, a stuffy sort, but but this has changed my opinion of you greatly. Yes, uh, he looks. This little beard brought a tear to my eye. He looks just magnificent. Um, there's a tear in your beard. There's a, <laughs> and it's glowing. It's a, it's a, he has a teal tear in his beard. Um, so, you guys enter. You guys enter this cave with all manner of dark vision and glowing blue beards and such and stuff. Teal, teal, teal beards. Excuse teal. me. Yes. Um, and before you, you see a small sort of rock platform, and then a bridge. Um, Excellent. Or as Jenna um, refers to it, railroad tracks. Um, and I can totally understand why you, they look like that. Uh, that's weird. Excellent. I volunteered to go last. <laughs> Perfect. Um, 
as is the tradition, the wizard will follow. Uh, good. <laughs> In stuff. common parlance, refer to that as a glass cannon. Yes. So uh, before you, you see a sort of it's it's a bridge wide enough for you guys to walk across two at a time, or well two side by side, uh, and on the other side of the bridge, you see another rocky outcropping like that. Oh, with a giant stone. Um, but you have not seen any goblins yet. If anyone would like to make me perception checks. Yes, I'm going to be looking and listening for goblins. Seriously, Jenna? (laughs) Sweet mercy, that perception. All right. um, Daniel and... Is this a bridge? Yeah, Daniel and Jonathan, look at that sweet, sweet rock, man. That is a sweet, sweet rock. It's uh, It's hard for me to see past the glowing beard. Yes. (laughs) It's basically... Blinded by the light. It's basically like a raven here now. Just like glow sticks for days. Uh, oh no! Don't drop the base. Oh, oh the base no! The base. The, the base fell on the floor. Um, <laughs> if you look off to the side of the bridge, it's about a twenty foot drop down to where the base fell. Um, and uh, that was just the basement. Oh jeez. <sighs> yep. Yep. That happened. We're gonna go with it. All right. Uh, so William and Jenna, ahead of you, you actually do see on what looks like the other side of the large rock, um, you see some feet sticking out of the side, like not out of the side of the rock, like around the side of the rock. I should have been more clear about that. Um, Is this like the Wizard of Oz? No. The rock has legs. The rock has legs, (laughs) tiny, tiny legs. Um, you do see sort of what you assume is someone trying to not that successfully hide from you. (laughs) Um, well I have some feline agility and um, I wonder if I might be able to use that to um, oh no that's the first speed I know I have one where I can um, there it is cat's claws I can I have a climbing speed of 20 there we go okay Um, I wonder if I might not use that natural um, kittiness of mine to go upside down under the bridge and thus get a um, good position. Uh, you can absolutely do that. Uh, make me an acrobatics check. My, my second question will be, how sturdy does this bridge look? It actually <laughs> looks pretty fine. Okay. It's not like the ricketyest bridge ever. It's not like... It's also not like it was built yesterday. Um, like, there's no, like, that panel's not missing or anything. You, you guys should be able to cross this bridge pretty safely. Uh, and, oh, Jenna, was am that I your... required to cross with the lit beard? Well, uh, if you want to see your crossing, yes. Because it is quite dark in here. If I just walk in a straight line, will I make it? Uh, I mean, I, mean if I, <laughs> I would not. I would not recommend crossing a bridge without light. <laughs> just in general. My beard shall guide the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, his beard shall guide the way. Uh, so you guys look around, and Petricor's gone. Um, and then you kind of notice something shimmery, uh, shimmying across the bottom of the bridge. Uh, and she kind of reappears 
and just kind of swings up the side and lands here. There, there we go. Um, Jenna, if you will, make a stealth check for me. We will see. Seventeen. Yeah, that's stealthy. I'm not even going to roll because they're not going to see you. Um, (laughs) And suddenly, Jenna's gone. Oh wait, that didn't work. (laughs) Jenna's gone. There we go. (laughs) There we go. That's better. Wrong button. Uh, Still trying to figure roll twenty out. There we go. We're good. so no one can see her. Uh, Jenna, if you want, um, you can kind of move freely through this, the area you can currently see. Okay. Um, um, I would like to get up on this rock if it is not too high and kind of get a nice above position. Have you ever seen the cats that get up on the furniture and then make a surprise attack on their fellows? Ah. That's what I've gotten. Okay. Uh, it's about... 10 or 15 feet tall, so I will need you to make another acrobatics check if you kind of want to leap, like, parkour up the rock. Um, 19! On the rock. I am. Done. Um, suddenly, <laughs> Petricor reappears, and she's across the bridge, standing on top of a large rock. <laughs> and you're not 100% certain how she ended up there, but it's fine. Um, trust fine. About how far away is that? Uh, the bridge is about twenty or uh, thirty feet across, so you can get okay. you can get across it pretty pretty easily. Yeah, I'm just the uh, dark vision's only sixty feet, so okay, uh, you you can see sure her. See. Yes, uh, Jenna, make me another perception check from your vantage point upon the rock. Ooh, okay, uh, you do see the feet of the goblin you saw earlier. You now see the whole whole goblin he is over here uh on the edge i believe he is revealed on the map for you and uh you do you do hear whispers of several other goblins just like that did just like that little sound they just made yes that was that was the goblins um that was totally the goblins and not cat that was sound effect I made myself. Go and apparently, unhappy cat. Yes. The uh, subtitles would say whispers and goblin. Yes, whispers That's and goblin. Right. I definitely made that sound effect myself. Um, yeah, there well we go. Done. Perfect. Um, okay, so how shall the, the group of the proceed? I'm going to kind of stay up here and wait until I see the goblins mobilize on my friends because I can tell there's more of them and I think I got me a pretty sweet ambush spot. Perfect. How would the three of you gentlemen like to proceed from your position? I apparently go where Biggs goes. Yeah, I would like to nudge them gently forward with my quarterstaff. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not too hard. We're on a bridge, but just... (laughs) So the three of you... Not too much. Oh make your way across the bridge and end up on this sort of rocky outcropping where you can see uh, Petricor up on top of the large rock in the middle. Um, And, uh, yeah, now what? Uh, Can we do a stealth check? I don't know if that works. Uh, you can absolutely uh, attempt that, yes. 
Is that well? No, I have to follow the light, so I can't do that actually. I, I imagine if your beard is glowing, you might have disadvantage on that. <laughs> if I had to guess, it is. Yeah, likely. and I've got to follow the light, so uh, that's not going to happen for me. And Jenny, you do notice the goblins kind of perk up at this point as the glowing teal light makes its way across the room. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, that's the ground, not the goblins. There we go. Uh, Oh, was that a stealth check, Daniel? Yeah, apparently I'm a little sneaky. You're just a touch sneaky. Um, oh, where'd he go? He disappeared. <laughs> All right. Um, and just, yeah. yeah. Just back slowly away from the beard. Yes. Um, you are now <laughs> no longer illuminated by the glow of the magic beard. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and have you guys make me initiative checks. What was that? Sorry. Uh, initiative. Uh, which should be on your character right. sheet uh, near your armor class. My initiative is six. Okay. Oh, I do not have any initiative right now. Ooh. You guys are just not motivated right now. Good night. All right. <laughs> um, looking pretty uh, It's the teal. Thing. It's a soothing color. <laughs> yes. We're all just really relaxed. Biggs is have we gotten Biggs initiative? Whoop, it didn't press. Hang on. There you wow. go. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, how we have there's definitely more than one. Uh and then let's see. Wow. That's just that's unfortunate. Alright. <laughs> They're dead more enthusiastic. Um and then we have, okay, it looks like the Dwarf Cleric is the fastest of the four of you. That's interesting. Uh, What's that? Uh, Jonathan, you're actually the fastest party member currently. That's exciting. Yes. Okay, so out of the darkness uh, appear a small band of angry-looking red goblins. Um, and... You see this gentleman appear here. Oh, not the rock. There we go. We've had this issue before. <laughs> Too many background layers. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. Put the rock back. Okay, we're good. Um, and this goblin appears around the corner, and he throws a spear at William, at Grio. And uh, I'm assuming 14 does not hit your armor class. No. Okay. Um, You see several more goblins appear. So you see five goblins in total. um, And they see you. And uh, (laughs) they would like to hang out. And... Just come say hi. Yeah, just come say hi. In Goblin, which involves spears. Yes, yes. That is the International Goblin for... How's it going? Um, (laughs) And uh, they can actually not reach far enough to hit any of you, but they are all real ready to. So uh, I believe the first up of you guys is actually going to be Mr. Magicbeard. Yeah! Making that teal beard work. How long is this beard going to be glowing? One hour. Or until I release it. Oh. <laughs> yes. 
So how would you like to like proceed? Like a glow stick. Good, sir. Um, I'm going to get this dude out front. Okay, you can make it all the way to him. I assume you will be macing him in the face. Mace in the face. As as is your usual. Oh no! Well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> uh, uh, you you do have an attack bonus somewhere on your sheet. Uh, it should be one d twenty plus uh, an amount for hitting with your mace. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, plus four. Okay, that still uh, that still does not hit the goblin. Um, I have a problem with aim the first couple times, if you'll remember from the uh, previous day. Judging height and size and distance, yes. Um, that is okay. Uh, Jenna, it is now your turn. Excellent. Um, so, let's see here. I think I might use my bow, and I'm going to... Uh, uh, how... If I came over here... Okay. Would I be able to use my sneak attack? You could use your sneak attack, I believe, because it's fighting uh, uh, um, another party member. So, bow or not, you'd probably get a sneak attack, I believe, if I'm uh, not mistaken. You would not, because you would not for having another party member next to him because you're using the bow, but you would because uh, they okay. don't know where you are yet. Okay. Uh, and you can actually do it from where you were. Yes, uh, I would if you want to stay there, you can actually awesome. you can actually hit them uh, without them noticing you yet. Okay, so let's roll for some bow action. And... Bam! Ooh! Wow. And it does very good. Uh, you absolutely hit. Uh, that bow does 1d6 plus 3 damage. Plus sneak attack? Uh, yes, plus the extra d6 for sneak attack. Thank you. Okay. So that is enough to... Nice. That goblin right in front of Mr. Magic Beard is gone. Woohoo! All right. I warmed him up for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Liesel, how would you like to proceed, sir? It is thy turn. Okay, so I am still stealthy. Yes. I'm assuming. You are still stealthy, yes, sir. Excellent. Um, can I see those four goblins? I don't know if I quite have line of sight on them with the uh, you, boulder. You do not have line of sight of them currently. Okay. If you right, move like somewhere move behind... I can actually see them. Somewhere behind Mr. Magic Beard, you so, should be good. Yes. So, all right. Yeah, you should be good there. I think. Good. Um, are those goblins within five feet of each other or so? Uh, yes. What are you attempting to Excellent. do? Excellent. Um, I'm going to attempt to do an acid splash. Okay. So uh, I can hit two creatures within five feet of each other. Oh, okay, absolutely. The same one. Uh, right. and, they, and so they must make a deck saving throw. Oof. It looks like. Yes. Okay. Um. 
They will both do that. And I think it's a deck saving throw against 13. Okay. Uh, so we'll say it is, it's these front two right here, uh, on, uh, the, the bottom two, I guess. Yes. Okay. Yes, the bottom two. Uh, oh, mercy. Uh, yes, they both make their, what'd you say it was, 13? Yeah, let's, uh, or take. All right, so they both just dodge it. Okay, yes, uh, they both dodge nimbly out of the way. Um, they are real still, they're real, real dexterous. Dexterous? Dick. I don't know. They're real agile. There we go. That's what I wanted. Dexterific. Yeah, de- they're real dexterific goblins. Perfect. Um, and... Curses. The dancing goblins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one one of them is kind of river dancing, and the other one is uh, doing the robot. Night fever. The Macarena. Yes. The YMCA. Uh, <laughs> William, it is, your, it is Griot's turn. Uh, how or within what range do I have to be to Biggs to be able to see anything? Um, as long as you're within a couple of squares of Biggs. So, like, you could be here, you could be here. As long and as I you're can like. see the goblins? Yes. I okay. believe you were right there originally. Yeah. I will. move to here i guess is that uh within my span is is that for throwing your spear uh yeah yes you may throw your spear from that range yes absolutely okay and i can move that far yeah yeah that's fine okay that'll be the i will that'll be the end of your move but you can move that far okay i will throw the spear Alright. I think I hit on that one. You absolutely hit on that one. And that's the damage. Okay. Um you hit this I'm assuming the goblin in the front. Sure. Okay. Uh whichever he... one dances better. Oh, uh yes, that would be the one in the front. Uh he dances <laughs> much better. Um Okay. He looks real, real bad, but he's not dead yet. Not dead yet. Um, all right, and it is now the goblin's turn again, and he really did not Uh-oh. appreciate that. Um, so he dances on up to you, and uh, tries to it's get you. To do, he tries to get you to do the robot with him, but he's not <laughs> strong enough to actually move your arm to do the little rolly thing. Um, but he tried, uh, and. Since that didn't work, he will attempt to stab you. Uh, I'm assuming 14 does <laughs> still not hit your AC. Um, no. Okay. Uh, this goblin will actually stay where he is, and he will throw his spear at you. Since he mm. saw you throw a spear. Um, that also <laughs> didn't work great. Uh, so they both missed nope. you. That one will try as well. Ooh, does 21 hit your armor class? He did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. Um. That's going to do... You're going to take five damage, sir. Okay. Uh, and I believe you have... T- your a- your HP is 20 currently? Um, I believe it's your new max after level it? two. That is awesome. Oh, yes. yes. So now you are yes. at 15. 
And this last oh, goblin right. is going to... He's like... He's real impressed with what his friend just did. <laughs> so he breakdances up. Um, but he breakdances, like, <laughs> real badly. He tries to, <laughs> he tries to do the floor spin. And he gets halfway through the floor spin and throws his spear. But he's facing the wrong direction. Because he didn't get all the way through the spin. Um, so he misses you completely. Uh, Mr. Magic Beard. What would you like to do, sir? Uh, the electric slide. Okay. Um, you actually don't have room to electric slide where you are. If you slide to the left, you will slide straight off the edge of the the, the rock you're on. Okay. Um, well, let me just so move around and get that guy in front again. So, so yeah, you... just cha-cha real smooth. Yes. Cha-cha real smooth. All right. Uh, so line. where you... I'll do a conga line. Yes. Uh, where you are currently, um, you can... So how movement works, you can move through a friendly square. So you could move through William Square, but you can't share the space with him. So you actually can't get past him to the goblin. You guys are kind of locked okay. in here. Um, can I have him duck so I can use my crossbow? <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, I will allow that. <laughs> awesome. If you would like to switch to your crossbow... Um, and take a, a shot at that goblin in the front there. Heck yes. I think you also have a throwing... You can also throw your mace, if I'm not mistaken. And you do have some uh, good enchantments that, that might be helpful in such encounters. Um, Ooh. You, you've got a flamey thing and a woundy thing and... Um, um, Something called Bane. Ooh, yes, also also Bane. Um, so are you are you using the crossbow or the the mace or the flamey thing? Because one of those hits multiple creatures. Yeah, let's do the flamey thing. Uh, okay, that is sacred, sacred flame. Sacred flame. Yes. Yes. Emitting from your beard. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> uh, do you still want to target the same one that's right in front of Grio? Well, this one does. Uh, let's see. Okay, it's just one creature that you see yes. within. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's rain down on that guy. Okay. Uh, you don't actually have to roll anything. I don't believe to attack with that. Um, actually, yes, you do. Uh, you are plus five to hit with that, I believe. Okay. Uh, Oh, I should have kept my other one. Here, wait. I'm not actually sure. I think that's something... Oh, actually, okay. I'm I am mistaken. You do not roll. He does. Uh, he rolls a dexterity save to not be hit by it. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and he will roll that dexterity save. He will totally be hit by that. Um, <laughs> so that does uh, 1d8 radiant damage. And since he has one hit point left, you can't not kill him. Um, <laughs> gone. Nope, that didn't go away. Fantastic. Gone. There we go. That's the one. Uh, perfect. Uh, Petricor. Yeah. Uh, you, uh... you are currently not sneaky, as you have, have attacked them. Uh, but if you would like to sneaky again, you may attempt to. I would. 
I would like that. And I have I have this cunning action, right? Can I use that to make me sneaky? Uh, you may use that, I believe, to hide, which would, yes, make you sneaky. Okay. Let's make sneakiness. Make with the sneakiness. All right. And then I would like to do my short bow. All right, and what did you get on your sneakiness? Sneakiness uh, and a 22. Okay. Um, I find it unlikely that they will see you. They do not see you. All right. Uh, you may use that short bow with that sneak attack damage. All right. Very sneaky. You oh, absolutely hit. 20 on my short bow. So roll... Uh, 1d6, I believe it's plus 3, plus 1d6. You still have enough, actually, without the sneak attack. Okay, there you go. All right, uh, so I will get rid of... <laughs> so we're going to have to move the rock again. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you keep falling off that rock. It keeps disappearing. Um, I don't know where that it's rock keeps going. Rock. It it phases in and out of <laughs> existence. Um, it is now Liesel's turn. Okay, so uh, that dancing goblin up front. Yes, I would like to hit it with a firebolt. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a ranged so attack, sir. All right. Uh, that should be it. I Boom. Believe, plus four. And plus five to my spell attack. Ooh, okay. Uh, and that absolutely hits him. Um, roll 1d10 fire damage. Floosh. Floosh. You floosh him. He's in real bad shape. Um... I guess that's the Disco Inferno. That's oh, jeez. Right. Oh, yep. oh. Saw that one coming. All right. Very good. <laughs> and now, uh, Grio, you have a burning goblin and a not burning goblin in front of you, sir. <laughs> and just a lovely smell in the air now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charred goblin is like... It's like barbecue sausage, sort of. <laughs> I'll stay as far away as I can okay. with the smell. I'll go for the burning. Okay. Uh, to and throw my spear. Um, but so uh, let me move up one. Will that allow Biggs actually, to move around me if he needs to? Yes. Uh, but yes. you have already thrown your spear, so you will have to retrieve your spear first. Okay. Uh, but you can Where actually move. You can actually move and pick it up and throw it again. Okay. Where is it? Uh, it's actually spell? it's roughly where you're standing now. Yeah, you're you're good. Okay. <laughs> That's what I, I thought it was close there. If you throw okay. it, if you throw it too much further away, you will actually have to go get it, and that okay. may put you out of range of other things. Okay, I'm gonna throw it at that front goblin. And oh, that's that a natural sucks. one. Um, oh. It just goes sailing. 
<laughs> into the darkness. Goodbye. Uh, so you will have to retrieve that after combat. Um, and you will probably need some help finding it. Uh, it's just gone. Just just went flying. All right. Um, so actually, it is now the goblin's turn. And they're real stoked because they actually get to, you know, do stuff again. Um, and they will uh, still keep trying with the stabbing of William. Um, oh, boom, baby. Uh, you, sir, take another five damage. All right. As that goblin hits you square in the chest with a spear. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Um, Biggs. Make with the magic bearding. Yes. It is, uh, it is time for you to dispatch with some goblins, sir. I am going to dispatch fully and completely. Absolutely. Uh, I am going to do my Bane. Okay, let me look a Bane up real quick. Um, I will need to move forward as much as I can. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, for our listeners, how Bane works, um, up to three creatures of your choice, you can see within the range of Bane, which is 30 feet, must make a charisma saving throw. Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll, or a saving throw before, uh, basically before combat ends, um, they must roll a d4 and subtract that number from their attack or saving throw. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Now that only lasts as long as you concentrate on it. Uh, that is a, that is something that requires concentration. Um, so if you took another attack action or tried to do something else, that would end. But that seems unlikely to matter at this point. Uh, so they're both gonna make charisma saving throws. That's a one. Oh wow! Yep. <laughs> and that's nope. That didn't work. All right. So they are both. <laughs> Baned? Ba- baned. <laughs> sure. Consider yourself baned. Yes, you've been baned. Uh, so we'll, we'll go with it. That works. Uh, they have both been baned. Baned in my existence. Yes. Uh, Patrick, it is your turn. All right. I would like to, once per turn here, make myself a little hidey. Okay. Uh, so stealth. Uh, so that on. You refer to that as Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho, all right. 24, I think I am a Heidi. You are definitely Heidi. Um. Right. <laughs> I'm going to hit these boys. No. Oh, oh no. man. Uh, That's a beautiful rich one. All right, uh, William, if you will, please, sir, make me a reflex save. Uh, so that's going to be... You were asking me what those numbers on your character sheet are for the the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, find your dexterity, please, sir. Okay. Uh, what is your dexterity? Plus, well, yeah, plus two. All right, so you have a 14 dexterity. Um, yeah. Let me look at your... Okay, so if you roll, will roll 1d20 plus two. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, the arrow does not hit you. Uh, you do dodge out of the way. Uh, but an arrow up from where Petricor is standing came real close to hitting you. <laughs> um, Sorry, Grio. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes. The, Too sneaky. The dangers of the it natural almost, one. It almost hit me. My bad. <laughs> All right, uh, Liesel, it is your turn, sir. Okay. Um, the infighting believe... and, and dissension within the party has started. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're already doing great. Um, on the currently not on fire goblin, yes. I would like to make him on fire. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, right. he will make, uh, if, yeah, if you will make your, uh, your role, please, sir, to make him on fire. All right. He not on fire. Will attend to it. No. This goblin's on fire. <laughs> uh, not the case. Uh, this this one actually is not on fire. Um, sadly. He does like that song, though. Um, he's a big Alicia Keys fan. Uh, all right. It is... Uh, Grio, it is your turn, sir. There is a on-fire goblin and a not on-fire goblin in front of you. Okay. I'm going to move to the non-fiery. Okay. And switch to my great axe. Okay. Uh, you will lose your shield in doing so, but I don't think that's okay. going to drop your AC enough for it to matter. <laughs> okay. And it drops it at two, right? Yes. That will drop it two. Okay. Um, so I will use my great axe. To try to kill him before he catches fire. Okay. Aw. <laughs> that misses. Wow. You, you haven't really used your great axe very much, and you kind of <laughs> swing too high. And he doesn't actually duck. You remove a couple of the hairs off the top of his head, but that's about it. I was trained by Biggs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. You guys got to work on that. Um, all right, so he is going to move here. And uh, he thanks you for the haircut. Um, <laughs> he hadn't gotten to go see his barber recently. Uh, and he's still actually Ooh. dropping your shield. I think I'm that actually hits you. Uh, so that actually does hit you. You take another five damage. Um, oh, you are at five, sir. Um, and this goblin will hit, will, will saddle up and he looks real excited now. Uh, he misses though. Um, so just to clarify, if they get it on the armor class, it still hits. Yes. Yes. When you are rolling, you are rolling to match or beat the number. Okay. Uh, Okay. So we are now at Biggs. Yeah. You may want to uh, do some curing of some light wounds there. Uh, Rio has taken a little bit of that. It's like 15. Yes, he is, uh, he is a little bit worse for the wear. Well, uh, would it be better for me to use my second wind? Hmm. Or wait, 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 wait. I'm looking at the wrong one. Yeah, second wind. You at could, this point, you could also do that. You would need to. Uh, you would have to wait till your turn to do it, but your turn happens okay. before their turn does. So okay. that is totally an option. 
Uh, that would not put you back at full. That would not put you back at full, though. Right. Um, so maybe a little bit of both would be good. Um... So if I heal, then that's that that would be my action for the turn, right? Yes, that would be your uh, that would be your standard action for the turn. Yes, sir. You could move, but that would be that would yeah, be all. Of I it. mean, I think. Well, since my second one is before their turn, I'm not okay. too worried about it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna come over here and do a mace to the face, and then I can heal the next turn if I need to. Okay. Yeah, that should be fine. I can. Uh, and as you are flanking we'll him, everybody hits. You may do so with advantage, so you may roll twice and take the better of the two rolls, sir. Ooh. Oh, you don't even need the second one. Uh, you absolutely hit nope. that goblin, and he has, I believe, one hit point. So he gone. Now. <laughs> Alright, and it is now Petricor's turn You have one remaining goblin friend left Alright And he's being Well, let's get my sneak on Alright Ooh, alright I may actually attempt to see you Oh no, no! That that was that's a no. Uh, he is all consumed by the light of, of Mr. Magic Beard. Um, he does not even notice you. All right, uh, roll to hit, ma'am. Okay, uh, that actually does not hit. Um, that does not miss by enough to hit Grio, but that does not hit. Uh, okay, it is actually Liesel's turn. Yeah, I'm uh, just going to go ahead and spend one of my first level spell slots. Okay. And um, fire off a magic missile, and I'm going to aim all three at that goblin. Okay. Uh... So... If I read that correctly, I don't even have to make an attack roll for that. It just you do not hits. Um, okay, so actually, that's uh, that'll be three d four plus three. It looks like. Yep. So let's. I believe in his ability to live. That punched in there. I don't. He, he can survive this if you do not that badly. Okay, yeah, no, he's gone. <laughs> All right. So you guys have defeated the evil goblins. Um, yeah. I would like to loot the bodies, sir. Uh, Make, I was going to ask you, that. You probably have to come down first. All right. Uh, hey, yes. If, I want to loot them first before she gets down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone, anyone who would like to loot bodies... Uh, We'll make a perception check. Uh, and Jenna, you will need to make an acrobatics check. There is my perception. Let me get my acrobatics. 
is there any way I can do the uh, second wind at this point, or is it? Only yeah, you battle? can. You can go ahead and do it. Um, so it will get you. I believe it's one d ten plus two. Yes. All right. So if you will roll that, please, William. Fifteen on my acrobatics and fifteen on my perception. Okay, uh, William, you are back at twelve. Uh, so you do still have some room for uh, for some more hit points. Um, you can work that out with Mr. Magic Beard later. Uh, okay. Petricor and Mr. Magic Beard, uh, go a searching on them bodies. Uh, I hit Mr. Magic Beard when he gets a little close to the bodies I'm rummaging through. Yes. Uh, you each find. While they're doing that, I would like to, um, look around the area. Okay, uh, make me a perception check. Uh, each of you find three gold and three silver. And, yeah. And uh, a little trinket. Little little token. Uh, that you can try and identify later. Or have someone identify for you. Alright, there's my perception. Alright. Just wanted to scout the area, see what all was around. Uh, so, you now see... That on the other side of this platform, there's another bridge. And on the other side of that bridge is another landing. But you see something you haven't seen yet. You see lava? And that's all the time we have for this week. Join us next time for another exciting episode of City on a Hill Gaming's Tabletop RPG 5th Edition podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. Have a blessed day.